Thanks for listening to Marketing B2B Tech, the podcast from Napier where you can find out what really works in B2B marketing today. Welcome to Marketing B2B Technology, the podcast from Napier. Today I'm joined by Karthik Suresh. Karthik is the co-founder of Ignition. Welcome to the podcast, Karthik. Thanks for having me on the show. It's great to have you here. I mean, to start off with, can you tell me about your career journey and how you've ended up at Ignition? Sure. So I have a tech background. I started my career in high frequency and algorithmic trading in in the New York. Did it for about seven years, but you know, wanted to get into something more tangible and then went to business school and after that I've been in startups for a while. Um, was early early on was a co-founder at a fintech startup for alternative lending. Then I was a second employee at this company called Kraft. It's an enterprise intelligence company where and I was I was a second employee and I I was there till Series A. So I was there for four years, helped them build a product and operations team and help them find product market fit. And after Kraft, I joined Facebook. I wanted to see what it is like to build products at scale. Um, I was a PM on the Facebook search team and then a PM on the Facebook Reality Labs team. And that's where I met uh, my co-founder, Derek, uh, through OnDeck. Derek was heading product marketing at Rippling, uh, which is another B2B you know, HR tech company. And when we were brainstorming ideas for a, for a B2B SaaS business, we felt like you know, there's so many tools for engineers, there's so many tools for product managers uh, and also sales. Um, there's like project management tools, task management tools, and everyone has a go-to tool, but there's no real tools for product marketers and specifically for planning go-to-market, uh, planning your product launches and managing all your go-to-market plans. And yeah, that's how Ignition was born. So we've, I've been doing this for about a year and a half. Oh, that's amazing. I- I, I mean, I'm always impressed with people who want to create something new. You, you obviously love working at startups. I mean, what is it that, that really gets you excited about creating and building something new? Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's spot on. I think, for example, when I was at any of the large companies, um, I was also at Morgan Stanley and then Facebook. It's great and you have you have probably have a stable income, but you're still a cog in the wheel and you don't have that much of an impact on on the product as a whole and and also like there's so many i think so many stakeholders and people you need to get buying from and even to build a new product in a large company it takes a lot of time and efforts and 80 percent of the time is in meetings and and just getting approvals and buying and uh, whereas it early on in startups uh, or in, in smaller companies you have a lot of autonomy and you can really get you know, your vision to kind of come into life. And, uh, and you know, like for me, that was one of, the, one of the most important things where, you know, it's not just about improving and maintaining existing products, but like rapidly building new products which have a real use case for the, for the people and be, being able to have a say and being able to be autonomous in, in the way I work. So that's that what attract, has always attracted me to be, you know, in, in smaller companies and startups. I, that's awesome. I, I love the fact that it's a combination of what you can achieve and how you, how you can work. So being autonomous, but also being able to achieve more, that's that's awesome. So so you mentioned that the, the premise for Ignition was to provide something to help product marketers um, uh, with go-to-market. I mean, that that's a... 
a very broad range of, of things that, that you could do. So just the high level, can you talk about what Ignition actually does for, for product marketers? Sure. So Ignition is a platform to manage all your go-to-market plans and plan your product launches. Just to, before going into Ignition, just to talk about just the go-to-market process in general. A lot of the times, even in several late-stage companies, sometimes, you know, just shipping code to production is a launch or just sending an email to customers or doing a blog post is a launch. But that's not really a launch. You need to, like, go into in-depth go-to-market planning process. And a lot of the companies are leaving money on the table but by not doing it right. So just talking about go-to-market uh, plan in general, you know, first you need to figure out who's your target audience. You need to have a research done about your ideal customer persona. Then you need to figure out the messaging for them. Like how do you clearly communicate the value prop of the product in a way it resonates with your target users? Then you need to come up with a positioning. You need to figure out who your competitors are and how you position yourself so that you stand out. And then you need to price your product. You need to package your product. You need to figure out what channels you need to use to reach your target audience. And then you need to work with designers and copywriters to come up with you know, your campaigns and execute your campaigns. At the same time, getting buy-in from the execs, getting buy-in from legal and everybody else. You're training your customer support people, training salespeople to talk about it. So it's a huge process, which is like very fragmented and done like, you know, you have documentation tools, project management tools, asset management tools, but it's all fragmented and there's no like structured process. And, and also all the learnings of the past launches are lost because not everything is in one place. So Ignition is specifically built to solve this problem and you can manage your end-to-end go-to-market planning process in one place and also deal with all the stakeholder communication. That's really interesting because it sounds like this is actually not just a product for product marketers, but it's also important for everyone from marketing communications through through to sales. I mean, it's really pulling together all the different departments during a product launch. That's exactly right. So the primary person who might be driving the launch may be a product marketer, maybe a brand marketer or maybe even a product manager if there's no product marketers. But, but the, the idea is to like basically bring in all the stakeholders for the launch in one place and being able to plan it. And in terms of the tool, I mean, obviously pulling that data together is really important. Are you doing things to make each of the steps a little bit easier? I mean, how are you, for example, accelerating things like customer research? Yeah, so talking about, for example, specifically customer research, you know, you can run all the surveys, for example, then, you know, you can run a pricing survey, um, you can run your brand survey and a messaging test survey or an NPS survey. And, and then once you have all the survey results, you can aggregate all the insights, you can categorize, you can summarize, and then make sure to use this as inputs for your all your messaging in various launches. That's great. So you're, you're bringing in something again that that might previously been done in multiple different tools into that same one platform to make it easier, it sounds. That's exactly right. So customer research is one. Competitive Intel is another where you can track all your competitors and create battle cards. And we automatically track all the data on them and news and website screenshots. And then once you're done with the market research, you know, you're coming up with the launch planning and you, know, you have a timeline, your go-to-market calendar. And then after all the launch is done, this is another thing I forgot to mention. You know, a lot of the times uh, in companies, when you do a launch, you just go party and you forget about the launch and move on to the next. Uh, There's not a lot of times when you actually go back and actually have any attribution. So we're also building in uh, analytics to actually measure the impact of the launch, both on the business metrics and also on the product metrics. 
Um, so that's that's another component in ignition. That's amazing. I mean, I think one of the, the, the things we ought to bear in mind is a lot of the listeners here are more on the marketing communications or marketing side rather than the product management or product marketing side. I, I mean, what do you think people on the marketing end can actually learn about product launches and, and do better when they next launch their next new product? Yeah, so, so absolutely. So I think the, the most important thing is having a structured process uh, almost like a tiered process for like a tier one launch, tier two launch, tier three launch, depending on the on the importance and budget and size of the launch and making sure that the product and engineering teams give the marketers enough time and notice to make sure they can do justice to the go to market planning process, um, which is probably one of the most important pain points because a lot of the times, in, and also I come from a PM background, I've done the mistake as well where just there's just a week left for the product to be shipped and I'll be like, hey, this product is shipping in a week. And everyone's like, what? No, I need at least like two months. <laughs> and like, so there's a lot of uh, disconnect between the product and marketing team sometimes in terms of the timeline. So that's one of the first issues to make sure you are on top of it. The second one is like, you know, just sending an email is not a launch. You really need a multi-channel approach to getting in front of target users. You need to layer in messaging and you need to hit them again and again in different channels to make sure you, you know, you are, they understand the value prop. The last thing I would say is like also make sure to get the marketing objective right. A lot of the times, like there's very different strategies for whether you're creating a new category versus you know you're competing in a crowded market. And if you're creating a new category, don't invest in SEO because nobody's going to be searching for you. Versus you know if you're if you're doing if you're going after a competitive market, maybe it's easier to just go after the customers of your competitors and offer them offer them discount or something. So really, um, so just to recap, you know, make sure you really understand your users. Make sure you have a multi-channel approach to getting uh, in front of your target users. Have a have a structured tiering process in place, uh, and and you're in sync with the product and engineering teams regarding the launch cadence. And finally, make sure you have a, we have very clear objectives and KPIs to track the launches. I think that's great advice. I mean, obviously that applies across pretty much all product launches. But are there particular products that Ignition was really aimed for, or particular industries? Not necessarily. Um, we have we have both, for example, even software and hardware companies. Actually, some of the biggest companies on our on our platform are uh, actually hardware companies who plan the hardware launch in different markets. We also want to expand to like CPG companies. Uh, I think typically typically you have uh, brand marketers and CPG companies, and they do a ton of launches. So we want to target them, and uh, also like gaming and entertainment. Gaming is also something which my co-founder worked on early on in his career. He was a product manager in PlayStation. Um, so I think the fundamental go-to-market planning process is pretty much the same. Uh, it's more about the last 20% and how do you customize the plan is what's different. Actually, there's one other thing I just thought of is like, uh, I think the go-to-market planning process has been always there for a long time. Uh, I guess the the biggest trend right now is in the growth of the product marketing as a function. You know, I think in 10 years ago, when you had all these new channels come up, like you know, Facebook, Google, and all of the ads, it was so easy to just throw in some money and messaging and try to get as many users as possible. But right now, it's not, not the same case. I mean, everything's expensive. And, you know, product marketing as a function, where you really need to invest in the user research, thinking about messaging, thinking, thinking about how you actually position the product and stand out is again become super important and that's where uh, you know the ignition comes in i love that it feels like a lot of what you're trying to do is get people to invest the the right time and effort 
into each stage of a product launch. And by structuring it, you're giving them that framework that's going to help them make sure they do that. That's exactly right. I'm I'm just interested about you know size of your customers. I, I I mean it seems like like again, the the product really is not specific to a certain customer size. You know if you're launching products, it's relevant. Is is that the case? I mean as long as you have the structure of a product having a product marketing team, it, you know does that mean you're big enough for ignition? Yeah. So right now we see like just our uh, the size of the product marketing teams. We. We have like mid-market enterprise, which at least the minimum is like 100 to 200 uh, employees. And that's where the go-to-market planning really becomes very painful. It's no longer just a vitamin, you know, because you have so many stakeholders and you have so many other departments. You need to like make sure you bring them on the same page. Uh, but we have like even public companies, somebody like Square using us. So we have, you know, a few hundred employees all the way to thousands of employees uh, range on our platform. Oh, that sounds great. It sounds like there's there's a lot of success at the moment, and uh, it's good to hear you've you've got such a wide range of customers. One of the things I you know I'm interested in is you obviously see um, a lot of your customers launching products, and one of the things I think a lot of marketers struggle with is getting really good competitive intelligence. W- what are your recommendations for getting better intelligence on what your competitors are doing, either by research or by you know maybe asking customers? Yeah, so you know, I, I come from a product perspective, so I always believe that make sure you're working on your own vision and value prop and then not focus as much on competitors. You know, keep an eye on them, track what they're doing, but don't lose sight of what you're doing because it's so easy to like, oh yeah, they are building this cool feature, we should build it. Oh yeah, they are do- doing this amazing thing, we should build it. But that's not how great products are built. That's purely from a product perspective. But yeah, it's, it's really important to track customers so that you're not caught off guard. Um, especially if they are building an exact same feature, which is probably not a much differentiation. And in this, those cases, it all comes down to the data. You can track everything from, you know, their locations, their job openings. They can see like what they are, who they are hiring for, what they are doing. Um, then you can see what kind of people are they are hiring. Um, you can see if there's any new changes in the exec or, you know, um, executive level to see like, oh, you know, if they're bringing on a new function, then you can see that they were probably going to expand. You can see if they are they acquiring any smaller companies or they are, are they are they partnering with any companies. So that's another data set. You can also track the website traffic, the keywords they rank for, keywords they are placing ads for. So that gives you another good uh, set of uh, intelligence around what they are doing. Finally, there's the, obviously there's news. You can also screenshot their website every few weeks to make sure how their messages is changing and you know if they're adding any new products. So there's a few different ways, but it all comes down to how good you are at tracking all these kinds of different data sets about competitors. And for that, I guess you need some sort of structure and maybe some sort of tool. That's exactly right. And uh, one of the one of the components within Ignition is is tracking your competitors. So we don't just pull all the data on competitors for you. We also make it very easy to structure the data in a you know in a battle card format. And you can share that around in your company to your sales, customer success, and other uh, other teams who would get a lot of value um, using the the intel you've collected for for them. Oh, that's awesome. I want to change tack a bit because it's great to have someone on who's um, actually not a marketer; they're they're a founder and an executive. Because I think a lot of marketing people are really interested to know what do you want from a marketing team? What are you looking for from a great marketing team? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, and as you said, you know, I, I, just, I come from a product management background. 
but obviously we have been working closely with marketing teams for a long time. As a founder, what I want from a marketing team is I really want them to be very like strategic and analytical. It's it's not just about executing or just doing the tactical day-to-day stuff, but really like system thinkers who are like thoughtfully designing the marketing activity around the whole customer journey. And also it's very important that they do understand the customers really well. They've done the research, they've spoken to the customers, and they really understand what the pain points are. But at the same time, they're not afraid to take like big swings based on insight and you know, kind of intuition. So again, deep customer empathy is the most important skill I look for. I, I think that's great. I mean, I love that that need for you know someone's thinking strategically, but also someone prepared to take risks with those big swings. And you know, maybe the next question is, you know, what do you see as being the really great marketing campaigns? So there, there's some campaigns you've been involved with that you think have, have massively moved the needle for the business. Yeah, I think it all comes down to you know the great customer insight, the great the customer empathy and customer insight. That's what really enables like being able to tap into like the pain of the customers viscerally and concisely with your communication and, and deliver that message multiple times across multiple channels to your target audience, right? We talked about, you know, how multi-channel approach is very important, but you need to be able to layer in uh, that ability to stand out, not just blend into like hundreds of ads and blogs and everything a user sees, but being able to stand out, and, but at the same time, having a creative twist, that's what makes a great marketing campaign stand out. Oh, that's great. I, I think, you know, getting to the bottom of the customer's pain is always, that's always key in a marketing campaign, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, uh, it's not always uh, just bright and splashy stuff. It's really being able to, like, um, tap into the pain, the customer pain point, and, and then, you know, communicate the value prop of your product. Oh, that's awesome. I'm I'm interested. I mean, you're not a marketer. W- would you recommend if a young person was thinking of marketing as a career for them to choose marketing or maybe you'd recommend a, a different uh, approach? Yeah, for a young person who's thinking of marketing as a career, first I want to say, look, marketing is not always about the big splashy stuff. That's advertising. Like marketing is really about like customer empathy, customer insights, first understanding the customer pain points and being able to tell the story like how a product can actually solve that pain point. The real success in marketing doesn't come from this big, like once a year splashy launch, but really like mundane day-to-day stuff. It's like you know doing that little campaigns and promotions and feature launches, doing it every day and make sure they all roll up into this bigger narrative of the company's vision and mission and being able to tell that story, uh, you know, in, in multiple channels uh, and, and being able to really resonate with your target users. So that's what marketing is all about. And if, if, if this is what excites you, then great. That's awesome. I, I think that's really good, you know. And, and it's true. I think a lot of marketing, it's the unsexy, unexciting things that actually at the end of the day, when they're all add together, make the biggest difference. I love that. I'm, I, you know, I'm obviously um, aware of time. You know, I just wonder, is there anything else you feel we should have covered in this interview? No, I think, uh, I think we covered quite a bit, which is great. Uh, the one one other thing I just start off for any young person starting their career is like always take risk. Make sure, especially when you're young and you don't have a ton of responsibilities, be don't don't just get into uh, a large company and get into a cushy job. Just take risk, and you never know where life might take you. That's great. It's such an optimistic view. 
I'm sure people, you know, they'll have been interested and some people certainly will be very much involved in uh, go to market for new products. If people want to ask you questions or maybe find out more about Ignition, where should they go? Yes, you can. Uh, you can sign up for a free trial on our website, which is haveignition.com. It's like H-A-V-E-I-G-N-I-T-I-O-N.com. And you feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn or Twitter. You know, if you just, you know, first, my, it's my first name, last name, Karthik Suresh. That's my Twitter handle. And uh, I'm also on LinkedIn. So feel free to connect with me. I'm always uh, happy to talk about anything, go-to-market, product management, and, you know, B2B technology in general. That's amazing. It's been a great conversation. Thanks so much for being a guest. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Really enjoyed the conversation. Thanks so much for listening to Marketing B2B Tech. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you did, please make sure you subscribe on iTunes or on your favorite podcast application. If you'd like to know more, please visit our website at napierb2b.com or contact me directly on LinkedIn.